0: What's up, y'all? I'm Coach Rowe, Roman Tubner, and I got next.
1: You next up, and you ain't been on sports like talk? Like, what are you doing? (laughs) Hey, you better hit him up. Look, you breaking next, and you up next. Keys and wins go hard, rising star on the big scene, make them know who you are You don't break the sweat. don't set up for less They put you through that test, your resume, that blessed. Who got next, who got next, SLT, ready to say go. Who got next, who got next, living my dreams and all your goals Who got next, who got next, you can ask B Jones or head coach Who got next, who got next, you next up, so here's my vote, Choo. Who got next? Who got next? Yeah. Welcome back to another fire episode of season three of sports life talks. You got next a platform that gives exposure to the voices of tomorrow. That's right. We're talking to rising stars in our communities who are doing big things and accomplishing big. Dreams and today ladies and gentlemen, I, I got to talk to the producers about this because I don't know how we keep finding ourselves in, in, At the capstone. I don't know how we keep finding ourselves in Alabama But today we got a banger this dude is one of the top coaches in the nation a rising uh, 34 under 30 uh, Name in the game. He's doing all kind of amazing stuff recruit coordinator And guess what he was just recently announced as one of the top 50 coaches by silver waves media but but, KT, I got, a, I got a surprise for y'all. What most didn't know is that my guy played basketball in the city of Shreveport, Louisiana, at area So now we are brothers from another mother. Let's bring him to the stage. Coach Roman Tubner. How you doing, Coach Tubner? What's up, man?
0: I'm doing good. How are y'all?
1: Man, we living How the we dream, good, man. We're excited to have you on the show. We actually got to hang out with this guy in Chicago. We're going to tell you all about that here in a second. But before we get going, I am your host, the mouth of the South. B Jones, the OG, all things Louisiana. Put your L's up. Hey, Mr. Yeet is in the building. I'm rocking alongside my brother from another mother. The other side of the logo, the choir storm. Shh. The head coach, KT. Kev, how you feeling today, man?
2: I'm feeling great, B. Jones, and I want to go ahead and get this out of my system now because I'm not going to say it again during the show. But roll tide, brother. Roll, roll tide. tide.
0: Roll tide. We love to hear.
1: I, I might say a roll. It depend, It depends, man. I might say a roll tide before we get out of here, Coach. You, you got to give me some reason to say it, all right? He took my camera so you can see it. There you go. <laughs> 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 you, yeah, I, you might have to. You, you got to earn that roll tide out of me before we get out of here. But before we go, get to Coach Tubman's amazing story because this is a good one, y'all. I'm telling y'all this, Dookie hope he can coach and he's just one of the coolest cats on this side of the Mississippi we got we got to pay the bill so check this out smash that like button smash that subscribe button smash that uh, the the, the share send this out to as many people on the count of three we need you to do all three of those things and help us to keep this amazing momentum of 2023 we count on you that's right we count on you University of Alabama we count on y'all to show us some love and help lift us up all right so on the count of three coach Tubman, is, is your folks gonna rock with Us, yeah, man, we're gonna rock with you. All right, let's go to work. One, two, three. Welcome to the Sports Life Talk family. That's right. If you smash that like button or you smash that subscribe button, welcome to the family. We appreciate it, and uh, we don't do fans around here. Coach, Coach Tubner, I tell you, we, we walk in the building, we all can't vote. We don't do fa- we don't do followers. We don't do fans. We do family. So welcome to the Sports Light Talk family. Hey, leave us a fire emoji in the chat so we can so we can properly introduce ourselves to you and uh, welcome you to the family. All right, Coach Tubner, you got that serious look on your face. That's you know yes, I, I, I am man. I just be ready to roll. Hey, you got that number two jersey on right now, man. You look like you about to. Uh, I just be ready to roll, boss.
2: All right, let's go to work then. Kevin, let's go. Sports Life Talk initiation. All right, Coach. initiate you into the SLT family, got to give us your top five music artists.
0: Uh, well, I grew up on some my favorite artists ever, uh, Lil Wayne, Easy. Uh, <coughs> that's what I grew up on. Um, that uh, Lil Baby, uh, now that's who I love to listen to. Um, love a lot of his music, especially the Merch Madness song. He just uh, put out kind of uplifting kids, giving back this community and culture. Um, Nipsey, uh, Hustle uh, would be third. Listen to a lot of that. Um, J. Cole uh, is fourth. And then five is kind of like all over uh, because after that, it kind of gets muddy for me. I like Jay Z, uh, ly- lyrical content, but then I'm from the South. I'm actually from Montgomery, Alabama. So uh, T.I., GZ, Gucci, I grew up on that kind of stuff. So, yeah.
2: <laughs> so I he gave you. A, don't, he don't gave you four, four for the
0: last
1: five. <laughs> yeah, you know I gave you about
0: four for the last five because that's whatever. But them first four, that's that's me. All
2: right, coach, we're gonna let you make it on that because normally we make you stick to five. But Ti, all them man, we gonna we all gonna right,
0: we're, we'll go Lil Wayne, Lil Baby, Nipsey, J Cole, and then we'll go Jay Z.
1: There we go. That's I what like I'm talking the, about. Man, I think I like the Ti one too, man. Leave them all in there, KT. Ti,
0: Jeezy, when you from when you from down here, Ti, Jeezy, Gucci, All of Listen. That's just what you grew up listening to.
2: I know. Yeah. All right, Coach. So, we like to rank everybody's top five, and the highest you can get is five. But, B. Jones, there's no way with a list like that, because he gave me about eight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we can give him anything less than five. We can't give him anything less than 10, B. Jones. How long has he been in a coaching game? He's 13 going 13 years like, in the first game. Skip yeah. yeah. 13 for that, man. Exactly. B. Jones, I'm going to say it again. Roll Tide. All right, so who is your favorite superhero and why?
1: Mm,
0: I don't really have a favorite superhero My favorite person, uh, Kobe Bryant Um, Somebody I grew up on uh, In my childhood, I was uh, old enough to where I could catch him When I was like, I don't know, I had to be like 8 or 9 or something And then watch his whole career from when he first came into the league And stuff like that So just work ethic, commitment, dedication to the game And just passion to something uh, that's, That's who it is for me
2: all right, so since every good superhero needs their own theme music, what would your theme song be? Oh, that's
0: that's that's Nipsey every time, uh, that victory lap.
2: Yeah, Nipsey Hussle, he can't go wrong with him. All right, so we're gonna give you a preview of the game that we're gonna play later. We, ha- we got a game that we play called Would You Rather. So for the initiation, I wanna ask you this. Would you rather be a singer or would you rather be a dancer? Singer. I don't get y'all singers. You can't just work What's out you? singing, everyone.
0: But I can dance. Yeah, yeah you can. And, and being able to sing is a superpower. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, like, very like, good. Like, think power. about and think about the mannerisms and stuff. Come with that. You smooth. You know what I'm saying? You <laughs> off the room, out across the room, eyes on you. you Got to be able to sing.
2: See, that's the one I went with. I went with Singer. He said dancers. So I'm a dancer, he, man. I wish I could dance because I tell you, you can go into a place where a lot of music is loud. Ain't
1: nobody can hear you sing, but they can show, see the moves, man. The moves break out. Hey. you can
0: change how you sing to fit different that's true. That's true. that's going on. You know what I mean? So, singing for me.
2: All right, Coach. So, if you could shadow anyone for a week and learn from them, they could be either dead or alive. Who would it be and why? Kobe Bryant.
0: I, kind of, I mean, that's that's on a different level. for me. Uh, I just want to follow like the discipline, the hard work, the dedication just to, to different things. You know what I mean? Because I think you can apply it to all walks of life.
2: So what is something that basketball has taught you that you can use when you're not on the court? Uh, patience, um, patience um,
0: and just to show up every single day, just showing up every single day.
2: All right. Coach, so I asked you about your favorite superhero. Of course, you said Kobe. Mm-hmm. but see i'm a batman fan so he's with the justice league so i want you to assemble your dream coaching staff and i'm going to give you three spots
0: all right well the first one easy uh that's that's g Reedus, uh, Gary Reedus, lsu that's my brother uh college roommate friend you know outside of his basketball stuff so that's my man so he's gonna be there any day um Vivian Stringer, I think, is second. Uh, just a legend what she was able to do at the different stops she's been at, especially the one at Cheney. That hits different for me. And to watch all the different women that have kind of came up and coaches that have come up after her to grow the game, to allow me to even be in the situation that I am today. So I really, really appreciate that when I kind of look at the history of the sport. Um, and then two coaches that are important to me my high school coach, Jimbo Talbert. Um, You know, he just helped take care of me through the years, even in high school, even when I got to college, he stayed with me. Uh, Basically, he told me, don't have dreams, live them. And that's something that I live by. Um, And and so that stuck with me the rest of my life. And then Alan Sharp um, uh, gave me my first opportunity to coach. He's now the head junior college coach at Wallace Hansville. But he was at Arkansas Monticello where I started with him, gave me an opportunity, believed in me when there was nothing really there. And uh, so he definitely would have to be
2: there. All right, so B and I, we're going to produce a movie centered around you. The one thing that we're missing is a lead actor. So who should we get to play you in the story of your life? I'm trying to decide. Probably Jamie Foxx. Uh, Jamie Foxx, one
0: of the <laughs> best actors ever, best anything, just talented. So, like, I'm going to go with him. I think he'll figure it
2: out. No, he'll kill it. I mean, Ray Charles, you can even tell that was Jamie Foxx, man. So let me is Has anybody ever told you you look like Marsha Falk? No.
1: You see look like Falcon, man, <laughs> <laughs> man. I was looking <laughs> at your pictures. <laughs> I, 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 got, I got bad
2: eyes, though, KT. You know still, you know. What
1: I'm <laughs> no, no. But, but if I squint, I can see. I can
2: see. <laughs> well, thanks for the support, B. Good green. Yeah, That's yeah,
1: yeah. You know all of us. You know
0: dark-skinned brothers with big heads. You know. Saying, <laughs> nah, I didn't <laughs> Hey, look, cause I be getting into, uh, they be always be saying the guy Omar Epps uh, and people like that. Uh, is it Omar Epps from Love Basketball? Yeah,
2: it's Omar Epps. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, it.
0: Omar Epps. I get jokes about that all the time too.
2: I can see that, but I'm going with Marshall Paul. All right, so when we come to Alabama to check y'all out and we're coming, what is that one food spot that B and I, we just absolutely gotta go, and what's your go-to meal?
1: I got a
0: couple different spots, but I like Urban Bar and Kitchen. It's pretty like a chill spot downtown. Um, and they got different, ca- they got different foods that I like. I like that Cajun pasta that they have. Um, it's pretty solid. And then they got a pulled pork nachos that's pretty good too. So I stop in there every now and then.
2: All right, so now it's time for the You Got Next offering. We're passing our collection plates and asking you to hit that subscribe button. Make sure you like this video. Leave us your top five music artists, your theme song, and your favorite superhero in the comments. And finally, go to our website, sltugotnext.com to learn more about us, and our other you got next family members. Now allow me to turn it over to B as we learn more about our newest family member, Coach Roman Tubner, to the show. And B Jones, what up? Excuse man? me. This is a nomination episode, but his yes. name has come up a couple of times. But couple I, think times. I think I'm gonna give credit to uh, Coach uh, Janice because yes. I know she nominated her husband, and I want to say that she nominated you too.
1: Appreciate well, thank her for that. And, and since we're talking about Coach Janice uh, Congratulations They welcome the new member To their family yeah. And uh, we soup We soup We love We love We love Coach Constantine so much uh, Coach Constantine They, they have to check that. They, they check me Every time I say that Not everybody Everybody does that though. Everybody does. Hey, hey, well, uh, we, we love you guys We wishing y'all the best But uh, but Coach Tubner man we, we got it First and foremost man When was the last time You had some Southern maid man well, it's, been, it's been a little bit I give you that It's been a little bit Hey man We got to go back and Get the Ratchet pack, you know what yeah, I'm saying? But you know man, I'm talking they, about? They, they,
0: I be traveling, man. I be
1: gone. Hey, the food scene in Shreveport, Louisiana is crazy, man. I, I, I'm super excited. I didn't know you? If, if I know you was from Shreveport, man, I probably would have harassed you the whole time in Chicago. I mean, to,
0: yeah. You know, I went to, to the college there. Was there for a while, and we used to hit up Straws all the time.
1: Ooh, I mean, that's breakfast. strawberry pie. That's tra- different. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's <really> different. <laughs> I'm trying to tell y'all, best in I, America. Can't yes. last. Like, Best, I'm telling y'all, we do we do some things right, in Shreveport, Louisiana. But Coach Tatum, you from Alabama, man, you're an Alabama boy, and uh, you got to tell us about the beginning. When when did you fall in love with the game of basketball, and what what made you decide to choose this sport? Um, actually, a little different for me. So I was a football player
0: since I was like six years old. Started playing baseball when I was like ten. Basketball was like thirteen or fourteen, and um, just kind of always played, was good at it, but never really just took it serious. And then as I got closer to high school, I just kind of joined a little team. Uh, Charvez Davis actually is the head coach at Jeff Davis in Montgomery right now. Uh, men's basketball uh, head coach. He was the women's coach. He actually played at Alabama, graduated from Alabama, I think, in 2011. Um, me and him were on the same, like, first team together, you know, hoop together, whatnot. And then that kind of – we had some success, so that kind of propelled me to want to do it high school and stuff like that moving forward. But football was always my thing at first, and then – you know, as I got in 13, 14, I started joining teams and stuff like that.
1: Well, I got, I got to fast forward it a little bit, but I don't want to go too far yeah. because uh, I saw a video of you just pre-game, kind of doing a little hezy step, a little crossover, doing a little something, something with the rock in your hand, took All it to right. the hole. I was like, wait a minute. He, he still got some juice in him. I mean, oh, I, know, I know what you're talking about, too. Coach, you, 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 still, you still running rec league? I mean, you still, you still yeah, got a little bit of game we, we left, still, we, still
0: can, we still can hoop, but I, I use it towards our team. Um, We get in here. And we actually really do get it in individual workouts. And we really do, though. You know what I mean? Um, Just all facets. And, you know, I work with all different positions here. But, you know, mainly I like wings and our forwards and stuff like that. And then if anybody else want to come
1: in, we get to it.
0: But, yeah, still can play, man.
1: Now, uh, now you talked about your relationship with G. Readers. He is another one of the one of the fastest. It's crazy. It's like good people surround themselves with good people. It's only to be expected when you know what he's doing and you know how his name is coming up. Then all of a sudden you start you're like, who's this other cat? And you're like, wait a minute, this dude here he's coming up. It's only it's only a beautiful thing that y'all be a dynamic duo, man. Tell us about your relationship with G. Readers and uh and do y'all do y'all kind of pick up the phone and call each other that's like, hey, this is what you need to do differently. Or, or, hey, I can see this kind of coming. I mean, how does that relationship? work out in the basketball world okay
0: so no he actually my best friend so like we talk every day like six times a day like, it ain't like, uh, nah like if something funny happened over here i'm texting him or if something happened over here that's like my brother so it's, it's bigger than anything it really doesn't matter right or wrong but whatever's going on like it's my brother you know what i mean so loving him to death and uh so we talk all the time whether it be work related with the basketball whether it be just life and our families like um he got under um, a few weeks ago in his hometown, you know, so me and my wife and my two kids, we went there, you know, we stayed at his mom's house for a couple of days and hung out with the fam and like, we really know each other. So, um, it's, it's to that extent. So, you know, we just talk about recruiting, we talk about basketball, we talk about, you know, uh, our families. Um, we talk about just being better at what we're doing, you know?
1: Well, I, I can tell you what, man, you hold a lot of respect in this game from a lot of the other coaches. That's just what, it's an interesting dynamic. Me and Kevin, we knew to this, right? So, Mm -hmm. so this is like my first AAU summer, but it's kind of, it's kind of fun when we walk in and all the coaches kind of sitting up in this coach's area on the sideline and you get to see who who kind of is, is viewed by who, right? I mean, right. and all right. y'all coaches, it's like a fraternity. So when you see these, these headlines, like the fraternity of coaches, it is truly a brotherhood, sisterhood, or whatever you want to call it amongst all you coaches. But you hold a lot of respect and a lot of esteem. Like people that's rocked with us was like, do y'all know Coach Tubner? Have y'all mm-hmm. spoken to Coach Tubner yet? You know, that's, that's right. kind of how we got introduced. So right. I'm curious though, you a Hooper, you played right. nothing but male sports all your life. Right. What turned you on to the game of basketball? Because like I said, you got a lot of juice in the game and people see you as that dude. So what made you the game, the the game, game of, of women's basketball? The game of women's basketball. Yes. Um, well, nothing. So
0: I'm gonna tell y'all this is just funny when you are younger, some things just happen. I'm a, a sports person. So like when I was a kid, I didn't watch like cartoons and stuff. I watched like, Sports and I still to this day, like it, it's crazy because I'll drive my wife crazy when I get home. I turn on sports after doing basketball all day. That's just me. So, like, I've always been in tune with the women's game. Like, I'll tell anybody well, listen, Ivory Ladder, my favorite player ever, like, ever. North Carolina, Ivory Ladder is my favorite player ever, and Kobe Bryant, ever, and Chris Paul. And like, I can like really get into this thing, you know. And um, so, I've watched it since I was a kid. Like, I bought a North, a North Carolina jersey with her number and with a Sharpie wrote ladder on the back of it and put it in my closet and didn't let nobody ever touch it. Like I was that serious about her. And uh, so uh, for me, um, I've just always loved the game. How I got into it, um, I was working two years. My first two years, at Arkansas Monticello, I was actually on the men with the men and uh, the women's uh, head coach uh, walked into my office um, and basically I asked the head coach, could she speak with me and talk to me to offer me a sister position. And um, I talked with her and I took the opportunity You know, um, it's different reasons behind that. I'll kind of get into that as I tell, like, my story of how I came up. But she walked in, she asked, and I took the job. And so that got got me into the women's game. So I really wasn't trying to do either one. I just wanted something, and I wanted to just uh, impact people through the game of basketball. Men or women doesn't matter to me because I love sport, and I know the women's game, and I've always known it. So once I got in it, it was just like okay how do you navigate through and how do you
1: grow professionally
0: and then help those around you
1: well we're going we're going to talk a little bit about that story here cuz i'm i'm curious of what it meant to be from alabama and to get that opportunity to come home and coach but i know we had to we had to get to a certain point we had to go 10 years through the burning sand yeah. through the crucible to get to that yeah. point so so tell us what what led us to getting back to alabama
0: the the whole like the, the story of it yeah um, so man, I played at scenario college. I played for Greg Gary. He's the head coach at Mercer now men's basketball. Um, when I finished and I went back home and I worked in a, a warehouse for like May to, to August, but basically like one day, just kind of long story short, it just kind of got old. And I was like, man, I need opportunity. Alan Sharp was the head coach at Wallace Handsville back in the day before he got the job. Now, so this is his second tenure. He got the job at Arkansas Monticello, hit him up. He was like, hey, you can come up here um, and help, but I really ain't got nothing for you. So I went to, to Monticello, Arkansas, man, got everything I owned and went up there by myself, um, took a loan out, went to the graduate school, uh, got into to, to grad classes because my grades were good and uh, took a little loan out, um, got a little small place to stay. Got found a random roommate in town and uh, we moved in, man, and I worked uh, eyes and in jobs. Uh, I babysat. Um, I was a visual athlete. I'm babysitting. I'm taking. <laughs> I'm working in the athletic training room for real. Like, like I can do all of that. I got a CDL um, that first year. Uh, I was driving buses, uh, working on the football field with a fanny pack, traveling with the football team, picking up water bottles, uh, and doing anything, working upper league basketball games, anything you can think of, I was doing. And then I was in master's classes, and the master's program was a year. So I came up with this plan where once I get my master's after that first year, I'm going to try to work myself in the money. So after the first year, I finished my master's because it finished like in that, that it was a year and a half. It was like that next December, that next December. Um, so I did all of that stuff for free. That next December when I graduated, um, I got a way to teach classes at the school, um, like strength and conditioning, first aid, personal health and wellness. Um, and then I became the resident director of the all male freshman dorm hall. So I started doing that. Then they had a, um, a high school program where like at night um, you could teach like an upward bound or something like that. You could teach classes and do stuff for like kids and stuff. So I started doing that. And man, I was doing all of that for the rest of the year, like through that year. Uh, and I was doing it for free. And uh, the women's coach recognized that and knew that came in, offered me opportunity. They had a government grant because back then, um, your graduate assistants were your assistants at Arkansas Monticello. It wasn't any real assistant. You're a GA, but you're doing assistant work. Like there wasn't an assistant as far as pay. So she offered me a job. They got a government grant, $18,000. That was my first job, man. So my third year in it, um, got an $18,000 job and again, random roommate did it. And so I was at Monticello. Then I got offered the job at, uh, Arkansas tech. Dave Wilbers had a job opening. Uh, I was sitting in, uh, and uh gay paces office in arkansas monticello and she was like you know arkansas tech got a job over i'm like i don't know anybody up there and she was like let's just call i promise you i closed the office door we call his office like 10 times in a row he answered the phone and when he answered the phone we talked he wasn't really listening to me you could tell and then before we hung up i was like i got players and i know you need players because like up there um they win basketball games and championships and he's a long tenure coach and one of the best coaches in that area, man, um, and in the state. And uh, he was like, All right, let's talk. So, you know, I met with him one time, talked stuff like They gave me a job. I brought like six players with me. Um, they ended up doing a really, really good job for the next three years. We went 73 and 19. We won the league three times, went to three D2 NCAA tournaments, had a conference player of the year, a couple All Americans, a couple All Region players. Uh, three of those players, I think, that was on our team, ended up making the All Decade team here like three years ago when it finally came out. Um, so we did some some great things there. Um, and then that led me to Division One. And my Division One path has been different because I kind of jumped in without any, like just like all the other jobs, no help, no no mentors, no real body to help me navigate. So I just took a job. I went to Austin P, And then everywhere I went after that, man, it was just about like helping assign players, try to build culture and build relationships. So I've been trying to get to know as many people as I can in the game, um, and that's fast forward turning into you know, knowing high school coaches, AU coaches, junior college coaches, Division One coaches, Division Two coaches, and I just try to maintain and be the same person and work hard, man. So, um, Austin P. I was there. I was at uh, Indiana State. Um, I was with, when I was there. We had no more recruiting class in the Missouri Valley, a top fifty class in the country. Um, and then I went to UNC Wilmington. Uh, signed like a six man of the year. We had a scholar athlete of the year um second team all conference and then um i was at ball state with brady sally and um you know was with brady there for a year i love coach brady man me and him still talk we meet up at all the events and stuff like that great dude big time ball coach uh, he's a big time ball coach knows basketball knows the game runs an excellent program and um you know you know i had an excellent opportunity um with coach Christie. i reached out to coach brady and ask for permission to, permission to talk to me and come here. And, uh, you know, it was just a lifetime blessing because when I left home at 17, you know, I never thought I'd be back in this situation, especially when I'm telling y'all how I started. So to go through all of that and end up in the position I am at the University of Alabama, like don't, no one knows how thankful I am, you know, to be where I'm at, Um, and and, and being able to work and and, and give to the game and continue to push forward because I'm still young, man. So I'm thankful about all of that and to be here. So that's kind of, you know, my journey. And I've been here two years now and uh, I'm going into my third year and uh, we've signed a top 13 or 14 recruiting class in the country. before they had the transfer rankings i think we had one of the top transfer classes a couple years ago um you know we've we, we've done some good things and then moving forward we've got a couple commitments in 24 got a few officials set up in the
1: fall and we're gonna yeah y'all, y'all doing major things man now kevin i i didn't know that the the, the journey was that hard uh, Coach uh, yeah, kevin, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. do you ever sit back and just look at it like dog i went from a warehouse to just Bet gambling on myself. You pretty much took a loan out on yourself, and I'm uh I mean, it, like the, the 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 risk and the reward and the work. You, so, so let me ask you this question: When when the kid is sitting over on the bench pouting and or, or or not being truly appreciative, knowing that you you put in all of that work just to get here, do you find yourself being like, "Hey, chuck that up. You got to fix this attitude right now because uh, nah. you, you blessed." not not really because once at
0: a time so me i was single parent household um got a a few different brothers in a different kind of i got a different home life situation too um so um nah i was because i was kind of like that a little bit as a player you know what i mean i was kind of like rough around the edges like you know what i mean type yeah yeah like like i I can relate to some of those players because i was them you know what i mean and um so my biggest thing is always trying to uh, motivate Um, And help them navigate through whatever situation they're going through uh, because it's always another backside to that. They're not just over there mad about nothing. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So it's some other stuff to it. So I always look and try to see if I can help and stuff like that. But you know, you do what you can. Um, But I try not to judge. But uh, I think everybody should be thankful for the opportunities that they get. Uh, But I try to, you know, I try to help where I can and, and try to understand what I can.
1: Well, we thankful for the opportunity to have you on the show, man. Let's we get a couple more questions and we're going to get you out of here, man. So let's talk. Let's talk some strategies. Let's talk some coaching. Let's talk some basketball. Gotcha. You, now, now, like I said, you're well respected in the game. But what if I had the opportunity to go to some of your, your, your co-workers and some of the players that play for you, how would they describe Coach Roman Tubner?
0: Probably like Mama mentality, probably. <laughs> um, yeah, they like lighten up a little bit. You know, um, it's just I just work hard, man, and put my head down and then I give anybody a shirt off my back. Uh drop anything I do to help. Um, because people have done that for me. Um so I think that's how I'd be described. Um, you know, and just just
1: always trying to to work to to be better. Well, you, you you're doing some amazing things. And uh, la- last question, and this this is the only way you're gonna get this roll tied out of me, man. Gotcha. Why 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 should a why should a young lady who's watching this program right now? She number she number five in the country. I don't I, I really yeah. honestly don't know who the number fifth recruit is. In the yeah. I'm just saying she she a dog. She breaks. She getting buckets. She playing defense. She doing it all. Yeah. Why should she take her talents to Birmingham? Excuse yeah. me to Tuscaloosa. Yeah, yeah, Tuscaloosa. I
0: um I um I just think give us our opportunity, give us a try at it. You know, a lot of these programs, um, uh, top, top five, top ten, top fifteen recruits, um, you know, and, and they do what they do with it. But I'd like to try our chance at and see what we can do. I think we have a great coaching staff, a great head coach. Um, and I think we have all the resources. Um, our players graduate from here in three years, man, and they get a master's in four. Um, and then they're having internships, micro internships. And we got one of the lum- largest alumni bases in the country. Um, and and we really care about our athletes. Um, and I think that side of it is always great. As you see, the WBCA came out with top 25 women's basketball programs, uh, their GPAs, and then all of the honorable mentions We're listed on that. Um, so, you know, from a life standpoint, we're doing great. You know, um, Hannah Barber just left. She's at Indiana right now. I, th- I think I saw you. all had Terry Moore on. She's on as a G.A. You know, Jada's playing in the uh, Australia and Brittany is uh, got drafted by the Aces and she's waiting to go off to the next team right now um, overseas. Um, you know, Meg Abrams just took a job at the University of Wisconsin, diversity, equity, inclusion. So like you can kind of go through it. We, we handle all those things on the academic and life side of things. But give us a chance to go to a final four and a eight. And let's see, we play a four out one in, we play a five out. Um, it's guard friendly. Um, if you're a post player, if you can set screens and roll and duck in and finish with both hands, it helps us. So give us an opportunity to see what we can do that. And, and I bet you'd be surprised at, at where we take. It. So I'm just looking forward to see if we continue to to do that. But we want our we want our chance at it,
1: too. All right, man. I thought that was the last question, but another one came to my mind, yes, and it's gonna be it's gonna put you in a little bit of a pressure seat. But uh, when you sitting at at a bar, you are sitting at a I don't know, just anywhere in a public facility, and everybody just enjoying sports on televisions or whatever, and you hear everybody talking about sports, and you try, and, they, and you know, you like, hey, let's turn on some, let's turn on some WNBA, and people are like, no, no, what, what do you personally think? needs to happen for people to get more involved with wnba and as a guy who play you play sports all your life you are as competitive as they get you compared yourself to the to the mamba mentality so you know it, you know it's real ball being played in women's basketball but what what do you say to those guys out there who who hadn't turned on just yet and bought into the wnba or the or the women's basketball movement what do you say to them I just think the more uh, exposure and the more positivity
0: we put out about the game and the more we push it out there from us that are involved in it, whether it be the coaches, whether it be the, the female or the male coaches or the players or the WNBA players or things that are happening like the NBA players coming out and other professional athletes can continue to shine like a bright light on the game and can continue to put positive things out there on it and then continue to hire people around the game that can do things to push us forward and be innovative. You know what I mean? Um, especially in the media space that the world's kind of going into now. I think that stuff is really, really important. Um, and I think it'll drown out the noise and people will turn, you know, more to our sport than, than away from it. Because I think it's easy to just make little comments and say negative things when you really, really don't know what's going on. It's some of these girls out here that'll bust you up, man. Like. <laughs> Hey, women, women,
1: women. I'm sorry, women out
0: here that the Hey,
1: oh, hey shoot! It I don't matter real. what they they will put. Hey, they will put something on you. Put their knee on your neck. They, they dogs. I'm talking you know, about like, like seriously. When, when you see it up close and in personal, like go. I, I, I challenge anybody go get a, a second, third row seat at a, at a college game or a WNBA game, and you will never view the game differently again. Right. They
0: Man, I, tell, I tell my players all the time. Like I get I get in here with some of these some of these uh, women, and I'm like you better ball player than I was. Like, I, for real, I'm thankful to work you out. Like, I can give you the ropes and, and show you things, and there's different things within my game and, and things that I've learned over the years to help you. But, man, y'all go out here and play and have fun and enjoy it. you better than I was. You know, there's certain things that you can do that I, I couldn't do, man. So let's work together and figure this thing out. And I just think people will be surprised the more they show up and they watch and they're involved. So I think we just have to continue to. Be positive about the sport and talk about it and, and put it out there in front of people's faces For them to see and, and take our stuff serious You know what I mean? Like when you're watching the WNBA draft Or things that come out Like really, really put into that stuff And make it a big
1: deal You know what I mean? Absolutely, absolutely Well, we got a big deal on this show <laughs> unfortunately, it unfortunately it ain't fun It ain't friendly It is the championship round Welcome to the Championship Rounds. This is part of the show with KT and I. We go we do a little one-on-one, some sparring, and you mm-hmm. are now officially calling all the shots, all right? Have you ever played a game called Would You Rather before? No. All right, so the rules are super simple. Both KT and I going to make a pitch at you, right? Okay. We're going to try to sell you on a notion. Whichever one of those you like the most, you select that host will get a point. The first host to get two points or the best out of three will win this episode's game of Championship Rounds, and um, if my memory serves me correct,
2: KT, you won the last game. I'll take it, man. I haven't had a fight. I did not had everything that happened since that episode, so I'm not really sure. So, I'll go first, but I'm not really confident. <laughs> all right, here we go. KT, kick us off. All right, Coach, would you rather coach a player that you recruited that no one gave them a chance, and they make it to the Basketball Hall of Fame, and then their speech tells you they wouldn't be there without you, or... or oh, This this is referring to you being the head coach, all right? right. You hire... A
1: coach that uh, is a grad assistant they have zero experience they was working in a factory uh, just about six months ago and you say <laughs> and you say yeah, I'm going to give you the opportunity They go on to build an illustrious career they win a ring and they say hey I learned it all you know sitting in the same position you sit in and they say I learned it all from coach Roman Tubner mm, both of them sound good to me
0: I know, but you gotta um, pick one. I know, I know, I know, but I rather either one. I rather the head coach part two one day.
1: <laughs> oh, you gonna get that? You gonna get
0: that? Yeah, you know, we working, man. Um, probably. Uh,
1: so, so the, the choice is
0: probably the player. Just yeah. Just off the, just off the point, like you, 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 see them so young, and you're probably gonna watch them evolve. You know what I mean? And then all yeah. evolve through the years after. So the player probably. Yeah.
2: You know,
1: yeah. I can see that. I can see that. All right, round number two.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was coming and I just could not get ready. All right, would you rather travel the world hosting your own food show on YouTube where you and your best friend get to interview other college coaches? and pick their brains while eating at their favorite place to eat in their hometowns or
1: we're going to have Netflix show up on the campus in Tuscaloosa on Monday and we're going to film a Last Chance U style documentary called Capstone and we're going to tell the amazing journey of the women's basketball team and how y'all are are building this thing up the right way we're going to focus on some some of the athletes we're going to focus on the coaching staff and we're going to follow y'all all through the year yeah I'd rather you follow us yeah, because that other thing that they came out, HBO put something out on Alabama that was trash. I watched the first ten minutes of that. I'm not watching this. The, the Russian week thing. Yeah, that was horrible. I, I do like, who wanna watch that, man? All right, so now we got the right documentary coming on campus and coach. Good selection. Good selection. Yeah, All yeah, right, the Coach. First one good that. All right, Coach. Well, uh, round number three now. You're a sneakerhead. Yeah. No, it's okay. It's okay. I we do sneakers, you. though, man. We, we, I, I, that's hey, you know what, Coach. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call you on that one because I seen your social media. Every single picture you got, you wearing Heat. You pre- so you, got you, got, pre- you got you
0: got you got you got to
1: present yourself the right okay. way. But I'm I ain't, gonna say really, you
0: ain't no self. You know, proclaimed sneakerhead. Though. It's all right, I got like you.
1: Really are. Well, Kevin and I, we are. And, uh, our collection is ridiculous. As a matter of fact, we go live every Wednesday night. During that live presentation, I do a segment called The Drop, in which I talk about like new sneakers that everybody need to go out and cop. So y'all need to come, f- come check us out on Wednesday nights at eight o'clock PM Central Standard Time. It is a fun show. We talk about more than just sports. We talk about everything. But, uh, but with that being said, before the show, Coach Tubner, mm-hmm. we selected a pair of sneakers that we thought represented you. All right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so on the count of three, we need you to say, hold that sneaker. And uh, we both going to pull up the past shoes that we thought fit you the most, all right? Now, keep in mind, he over there wearing Texas A&M colors. But we're going to show you the shoes that represent you the most, all right? <laughs>
0: <My God. laughs> hey, catching catchin strays. Here we
1: go. One, two, three. Hold that sneaker. I knew you was coming with those. I'm nice. I'm nice. I know, but I said this dude used to play basketball. Yeah, I'm rocking with the head coach, though. Yeah, we rock
2: with the head coach though. Oh, I like head coach.
0: <sighs> my favorite my favorite my favorite sneaker. Oh, the head coach. The head coach. My favorite sneaker ever is the uh Jordan Black Cat though. Oh, the fours. Yeah, that's yeah, my favorite sneaker.
1: Well, I, w- I would have the fours in my the, the black cat fours in my collection if they weren't a thousand dollars. Yeah, hey, I good. can't even get it. I, I missed it. I, I, I don't even want to talk to y'all the story. I, I had the black cats, I could have ordered them from finish line. I screwed that whole ordeal up, but uh but hold but on, anyway. me, bro. this ain't even about you. This is my time
2: to shine. Why are we talking about you and finish line? I don't even understand that, coach. Thank you so much, man. I Thanks to you. It. I can say these two words and Still, and then I probably put a maybe because I don't really know if I won the last episode, but I won this one, so that's all that counts. Yeah. Again, you be Jones? Go ahead. Yeah, that was got, heat. That was heat. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. A uh, 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 Roll Tide
1: supporting the Aggie. Y'all do it together.
2: <laughs> all right. <laughs> so here we go.
1: The title of the show, Sports Life Talks. You got next, Coach Taubner. Now that we now that we kind of heard a little bit about you, we got to know you off the court. We got to know you on the court, your journey. But what does the future hold for you, sir? What does your vision board look like?
0: I don't know, I'm just being where my feet are right now. I'm trying to help Coach Christy uh, win as many basketball games we get ourselves to a championship and deep NCAA tournament runs and, and just impact the lives of those that are around me as much as I can and our players. And uh, one day, again, I tell everybody that I can tell the goal is to be a head coach. You know what I mean? But I'm thankful to be where I'm at and what I'm doing. And so that's just what it looks like right now, man, And supporting my wife and my kids.
1: Well, every single coach that came on here and said, "I'm being where I'm my feet are." They got a promotion, so congratulations! You just entered into a to a, 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 a sports life talk. You got next fraternity of some people that's something about to, some blessings about to rain on you. Last chance, we come into the game, coach. I promise you, we gonna We gonna be in T town. We gonna Wake come up. check y'all out. So, uh, what what can we expect when y'all hit that court? What, what, what are we gonna see when we see the the, the, the women roll tide? The women, the women, hey. Bama <laughs> team hit hey. the floor.
0: I mean, you're just going to see a lot of uh, grit, man, and, and playing hard and toughness and, and defense. And offensively, we're going to get up in transition, man, and we're going to play. And we're really going to play. And, uh, you know, we want to win basketball games and we want to put forth our best effort every time we touch the floor. So you're just going to see us working together and working hard and just trying to be a hard-nosed team, just displaying a lot of grit.
2: All right, Coach, do you have any shout-outs you want to give? Uh,
0: Nah, man, just want to give a shout out to y'all. Thank y'all for letting me be on here and giving me the opportunity This is my first one ever. I've never done one before podcast and uh, so thankful for for this opportunity So that means a lot to me that y'all thought something of me to have me on here and uh, just blessings to y'all man
2: and B. Jones, for his first one. He chose me. So how does that make you hey, feel? Hey, that's
1: that's pretty dope. But I got a feeling your wife gonna watch this is gonna be pretty upset because I know you're close with your family. You got two beautiful kids, and uh, you're not gonna send a shout out to, to the family. You always got to think ahead. I didn't say my wife and kids about
0: four five times. I know. Hey, with hey, hey, family, up, you know what I mean? <laughs> they getting they getting shout outs from the regular.
2: I know. <laughs> I know, man. I know. I'm just I'm just
0: adding,
2: I'm turning man, to baby, So this is part of the show where you get a chance to call the person that you think should have next. Tell them, hey, I got a chance to rock with B. Jones and KT. Tell them my story. I want you to do the same thing. With that said, who are you calling out? Who should have right.
0: next? Y'all have my boy G on here yet? No, he said he going
1: to do it. Though he uh-huh. said he was going, he said he was going to do it. He said he said he's going to do it. So that's you got to you got to nominate him. We got to make it that's official. Why
0: not, that's why I'm not nominating Gary Reed is the second LSU.
1: All right, Coach Gary Reedus, you are officially, you are this time, you officially on the clock. We're going to be reaching out to you so we can get you on the show so we can hear your amazing story because he does have a cool story too. Mm-hmm. And uh, we can't wait to have you on. But, Coach Roman Tubner, you got next. Man, you're probably the most hardest working guy in the game. I can't just to hear your story made me realize I need to drop down and do 10 push ups and work harder and make some more, <laughs> make some more sacrifices. But, you the truth, man, you are transcending. You are exemplary. You are extraordinary and elite. Coach, you deserve a yeet. Yeet. Hey, thank y'all for watching another episode of Sports Life Talks. You got next. Hey, we appreciate y'all rocking with us so much. We can't tell you. Hey, just. Ah, it hit me right here I, I love episodes like this, KT I feel like this platform really can provide y'all some quality content Something that's going to help you to make that ride to work a little bit better Cooking, doing your homework, whatever you're doing We know that we just made you, gave you a little something for your ear, yeah, some gems And uh, don't forget to pay that back, alright And the way I mean pay it back, share this episode with somebody out there Somebody else out there need to hear this And you hold the key to sharing this episode and this information with them And don't forget to uh, to come follow us on our, on our different platforms Come tap in with us. Ask what's like, talk all one word. We even on X. I don't know why Elon Musk did, but we, we on X too. <laughs> we on all the social media platforms and we drop social media content daily. And lastly, if you see up that thing in yourself, like, Hey, I would love to be on the show. Guess what? We got an opportunity for you. Go to our website sltyougotnext.com. dot uh, Go to the nominate tab. Just tell us who you are. And we'll give you an audition. Yes. All right. We would love to hear a little bit more about you. So we, we will be reaching out to you soon. KT, congratulations, man. You, uh I guess, you figured it out. Pull out the cherries on every episode because everybody want to <laughs> watch Harry Levens. He ain't won like eight games with him. That's the only shoe he, he 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 bring them out. So you know, and I'm I'm gonna let him that's, keep. that's a classic, though.
2: It, and you, you know what? Don't do. do i am trying to win, B Jones. If oh, I know no.
1: I can win with these. I do that, coach. But I got I got cherry killers over here. I just don't pull hey, them out. But you ain't you ain't pulled them up. I, I, I ain't gonna put them. I I'm hey, gonna let it, us get a shine.
0: Hey, Nick Saban. Nick Saban. The goat says it takes what it takes. <laughs> you
1: ain't you ain't bring what it what it took to get it done, coach. Don't let's don't let's not start talking to football on this episode. <laughs> it takes hey, what it takes. One day somebody gonna pick these joints. These are probably these are MJ. These were MJ wore in the Olympics. Somebody, oh, that chill. This is
2: amazing. Yeah. Every time it's my time, you make it about you. You didn't do did that the second time in this show,
1: You got your belt. We talk, we we closing up. What
2: are you? Oh, oh you God. brought out your oh, these are cherry killers, man. They, they, they are. Thank you so much for rocking with us, man. Whatever you need from us, please let us know. We got your back.
1: Yes, sir. Thank y'all. Hey, when tell me again about them poor pork nachos? Because uh, I, hey, I can't you. wait. I can't wait urban, to get them. Urban jerk. bar, urban bar and kitchen. All right, let's go to work. Hey, Sports Life Talk Nation, we love y'all. Stay safe, be blessed, respect each other, and love one another because together we are better. And keep dreaming big because you never know. Your story may be the next one featured on Sports Life Talks. You got next. Yeet! Was craziest. I knew you had next Cause you always working You always grinding You're in your bag Cause you're always working Like in due time I just I knew you got next Oh you did it huh Cracked the code You got next You smash and goes You want next You need exposure Well sports like talk out the baddest Show like the baddest Hot in the room Podcast to tune into Just for you to talk Your shit Talk mushroom You want what you eat And you should consume Sports like talk From the late night To the afternoon Then rest repeat Hit the like Leave a comment Or subscribe So you don't miss a beat You got next It's a small taste of a winning meal from a chef type of celebrity What's up next is you, at least you better be Yeah Finish